Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of The Business. Um, it's your host, yeah, Carol, obviously, as per always. Um, serial entrepreneur, business consultant and author, Carol Adams. I'm back with another episode of The Business. And I would like to thank all my listeners for tuning in over the last two seasons. Like, there are people who are obsessed with this podcast, each other. They literally, they send me comments all the time. Like, I've been listening, I've been listening. Thank you. <laughs> the fans. The thank fans. you to everybody who listens. Thank you to everybody who's trying to educate themselves mm. with regards to business-related everything. So, I just want to thank everybody who's been listening. And... Um, I just want to introduce today's topic again. It is um, yet another introductory episode because as I had mentioned in the previous uh, episode that we've got four new co-hosts who are going to be dealing with different aspects of business mm -hmm. and today we're introducing one of the four. His name is Ijaz Bandeskei. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Ijaz is... My former boss, <laughs> Ijaz is a businessman. Ijaz is a kick-ass Mr. Positivity. Like, I've never met anyone more positive than Ijaz in my life. Like, Ijaz is one of those... You could meditate to Ijaz. <laughs> and really? I, I swear you are. Like, you're one of those. Um, and Ijaz has, in his lifetime, run several businesses... He was a CEO by the age of 23, was it? 25? 22. 22! <laughs> he was a CEO by the age of 22. Mm. I met him when he was about, what, 24, 24 23, yeah. 24. Mm. He was my boss, guys. And at that time, he was the CEO of a company that had started out in Cape Town. And we moved to Port Elizabeth. He made magic. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the company's name on air, so I probably won't. Mm. But... Um, Ijaz is one of the people that I know are cutthroat when it comes to business. Um, one of the best examples that um, personal development definitely leads to the development of your business and all your other endeavors in your life. This guy literally works on himself so hard. You actually remind me of Tony Robbins when he says, you see this motherfucker right here? I created this. <laughs> he literally has created both himself and successful businesses while we were watching. Mm. So it just, I just want to welcome you today. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me, Carol. It's always a pleasure. It is definitely a pleasure. So I want to welcome you for today and for all these other episodes where you will be coming in and equipping us mm. with wisdom. Definitely. Absolutely. I'll try my best. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, I just want to introduce your role in this season of the podcast. Um, the first season, we were on radio. We did 67 episodes, I believe. Mm. Um, you were a guest once mm. there. And um, at some point, one has to level up. Yeah. So, we've now leveled up and we are on. We are independent. We are on a podcast. And you are definitely one of the people who would fit the scope of co-hosting. We definitely need you more than once because you've got more than one pearl of wisdom. Mm. Okay? So, Ajaz's role in this season is going to be everything that has to do with sales, personal development, business development. And at some point, I need you to do a masterclass about objection handling. Because anytime I speak to an entrepreneur, they always say, but rejection, but rejection. So... All things sales-related, personal development-related, that is going to be Ijaz for the remainder of this season. I look forward to all of your episodes. Okay. So, please, please, without further ado, please tell us about yourself. Who's Ijaz? Where are you from? Fantastic. Thank you, Gary, for the platform. Okay. Um, so, it was one of my themes, like I told you earlier, to um, inspire others and um, to let other people know that they're not alone on this journey. So yeah, I mean, just to give you a brief, brief background about myself, I was born in Cape Town, homebred, on the coast. Mm -hmm. um, started this, my background in sales in 2014. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't have a clue of what I was doing, why I did it, um, but all I wanted to do was just to make money. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, basically before doing this business adventure that I was in, I was working for a boss. Um, I really didn't like the fact that I needed to 
how can I say, to impress someone. Yeah, to impress someone and always go to someone first before I can do something myself. Mm -hmm. So I always wanted to be my own boss and be my own manager. But at the end of the day, whenever you apply for a manager's position on, on where it be, on Careers24 or any job mm -hmm. um, application online, you need to have five years or 10 years experience. Where were you going to get that <laughs> from high school? 100%. Mm -hmm. And I probably just passed matric. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for my maths mark, I would have probably did matric over. Oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, my journey started. Uh, firstly, how I grew myself was obviously, you know, reading books. Yes. On things that would grow myself. Firstly, because I always believe that you cannot grow if you do not know yourself. Mm -hmm. first and you need to get yourself out of your comfort zone and what you know in order to grow I've never seen someone um, know the same things and did stuff differently you got to do things differently to get a different result mm -hmm. and that's what they say the definition of insanity is no <laughs> doing the same thing repeatedly oh, wait, no. and expecting different results 100%. so you decided from a young age that I'm not insane no. <laughs> and sometimes I thought to myself that look maybe I'm I'm crazy maybe I'm not Mm -hmm. um, in the position to start my own business or there was a lot of doubts yes but through reading books and um, learning from people that were successful at the time mm -hmm. I then um, grew out of my fear and my doubt and I just went for it funny you should say that because mm -hmm. what I realized over over the years as well on my mm -hmm. own personal uh, development journey mm -hmm. is that most of the world's most successful people mm. credit almost the exact same books. Mm. And the funny thing is that we who are still on the journey, on the path mm. to becoming as successful as they are, mm. it's funny how we don't hear about these books, we attract these books. Mm. It's like there's a certain roadmap that the universe has put mm. and you go and you you discover the you discover the alchemist mm. then you discover the monk who sold his Ferrari mm. then you discover then you discover mm. and it's like there's these books mm. and we should actually do a collection of books that every entrepreneur should read because there's these books that are literally a cheat sheet mm. so it's very I'm, I'm I'm very glad you mentioned that part mm. because reading is so 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 important yeah, educating yourself is so important okay so um. What do you do in your professional capacity? Give us a little bit of a CV from 2014, from the gym. 100%. So um, after leaving the gym, mm -hmm. I came across this opportunity. Um, it was commission-based. And like all of us, I ran away from things that are commission. Absolutely, because uh, we want to be lazy, not so. 100%. We want to be insecure, <laughs> insecure comfort zones. Yes. I, look at, I look at a basic, like a goldfish in a fish tank. Huh. It looks nice. You can It gets fed at a certain time of the day. That fish is always full. Okay. Um, so it looks glossy with a light shining on it and mm -hmm. the coldness of that goldfish. So it looks nice. Mm -hmm. It's like you're working in retail. There's mm -hmm. no rain. There's no one uh, telling you other wrong other than your boss. Mm -hmm. That's always giving you a piece of what you what you what you need to have to survive. But I look at being an entrepreneur like a shark in the ocean. Oh snap! And <laughs> <laughs> you can you can go wherever you want in the world, or you can mm -hmm. go wherever you want in the ocean. Yes. However, there will be some bigger fish in the, in the ocean that might eat you up, which can be objections, which can be fear, which can be doubt, which can be a lot of other factors that will stop you in believing in yourself. Yes. That's the shark way. But however, a shark can grow as big as it wants to grow. A, a fish can only grow to as big as the fish tank can, is made for it. But yes. a shark can grow bigger than what it wants. And it's endless possibilities for you if you're in the ocean. I've never thought of it like that. <laughs> I'm happy I'm in the ocean, though, <laughs> regardless. Because you can regardless. eat as much as you want. There's no one just feeding you a small piece. Yes. You can eat as many fish as you want, which in terms is your money that you're going to make. But at mm. the end of the day, you've got to go through what the shark goes through in order to make what the shark. Exactly. And that is the conditions, the elements, everything. Absolutely. And I know some of us, when that's doubtful, Mm. mindset sets in mm. when it's like oh snap Gonje, I don't have anyone who's gonna come and pour a little bit of what seafood what is that stuff called whatever <laughs> that is yeah. there's no one who's going to pour I don't have an umbrella I'm stuck I'm out here mm. when those things come mm. a lot of entrepreneurial minded people mm. retreat back to goldfish status mm. and it's like oh and I'm, I too have done that several times before mm. where it's like oh you know what maybe it's not for me maybe mm. let me go and get a job mm. what would you say for people like that who have the potential 
and the capacity, mm. but they get consumed by their own doubts or their own fear. Okay, so there's a many, many factors that will bring you back to that. Mm -hmm. Number one is the people that you hang out with. Oh. I've never seen... Important! <laughs> Important! I've seen many a times people go to people and asking people for advice, but that person has never been in that position before. Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, if you're hanging out with friends that's earning 3,000 rand a month, for example, you yes. never see one of your friends ask you when are you making more money. No. Because they want to keep you there and they want to make sure that you stay there. Yes. But if you hang around people that's making 30,000, 40,000 rand a month, they're going to push you and say, hey, my man, what's your goal, your financial goal this year? Uh -huh. You're going to be in the next six months because they want to see you grow. Mm -hmm. They want to see you make money, more money, so they can get you on that level. But mm -hmm. those guys that's earning that money that's 3,000 rand, they want to keep you there so that they don't feel less significant than yourself. That is so true. Yeah. And some people will even do that unconsciously uh, without realizing that they're bringing you down. 100%. Like I remember back when you and I were where we worked, where you hired me, <laughs> we, there was, there was something you guys used to say that, listen, the problem with your parents is that they want the best for you. Mm. So they're probably not the best people to ask for business advice Understood. because they're going to give you the advice that's going to shelter you. It's going to make you feel safe. Exactly. It's mm. going to make you feel safe. They don't want you to go through hardships or mm -hmm. failures. They just want you to be successful. Mm -hmm. And I also remember in December, just before mm. I went on holiday, just before I left Joburg, mm. I went to meet a friend of mine. And I want to testify this thing that you're saying that basically your network is your net wealth mm. the people that you surround yourself with mm. is the is one of the contributing factors to who you will become Definitely. because i make sure i don't like people who are less successful than me or mm. on the same level as me mm. i spend very little time with those people and mm. the time that i spend with those people is only time for strategizing where to from here mm. if you want to discuss if you and i are on the same level and you mm. want to discuss anything other than leveling up I'm not available, okay? <laughs> I'm not ready. 100%. Um, but I like to surround myself with people who are where I want to be. Mm -hmm. And I have several friends like that. And I'm like, you guys, all I want is to be in your life, just be surrounded by your aura. Mm -hmm. Because I know that Energy. at some point it's going to rub off on me. So I have a pretty successful friend mm -hmm. who in December, I, I just thought about him and I was mm -hmm. like, let's touch base. And I called him and it turned out he was nearby. Mm. And on the way, dropping me back home from mm. where we were, we were at a place that grades diamonds, by mm. the way. So, you know, those are the type of people I like to surround myself with. On the way back, we saw mm. in the mirror, and he was the one who showed me, because everybody around me knows what I'm aspiring to. Mm. And almost everybody in my life knows what my dream car is. Mm. It's a Mercedes-Benz G63 truck with the alerted sign on the back. <laughs> <laughs> So he showed me in the mirror because I couldn't see it. I was too busy listening to what he was saying. And he's yeah. like, no, look in your mirror. Mm. And I look in the rearview mirror. I'm like, oh, my God, my truck. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, my truck. And on the way, he's showing me the truck. And I'm like to him, but friend, ne? thank you for showing me the truck. I love it. You know, mm. you know, I die a thousand deaths every time I see it. Yeah. But tell me something. Aren't you embarrassed to have a friend like me who's not a millionaire? Yeah. Like, when are you going to make a plan for people like me to also become millionaires? Yeah. You must always make sure that you are pushing the people around you to mm. push you too. Mm. Okay? Don't remain an ice boy forever. Mm. So, what you're saying is very important Definitely. with regard to um, a social, mm. your social stature. Don't hang around with people who are not pushing you become who you want to be so sorry continue 100%. 2014 gym what next <laughs> 100%. <laughs> your professional then, life cool um so obviously hanging around the right people um, mm -hmm. number one mm -hmm. uh, making sure that you have a mentor people that's highly more successful than yourself yeah. so that was that was my that, that i had to change my mindset in thinking like we all were young back in the day and um we believe or well, some people believe that Friends must remain that friends until you get old. But one does not. But you have never seen a, or you have never seen someone that has stayed in one or been friends with that certain group grow beyond that certain group. You need to let go of the people that was there. They did their time when you were young. You just need to move on. And whether they they're gonna join you on that journey or whether or not they're gonna stay there, it's up to them. Mm -hmm. But I had to just make a conscious decision at that time, saying that look, they are not where I wanna be. Mm -hmm. um, they were studying at the time and I just made a conscious decision to be like, okay, look, I want to be my own boss. 
and I had no qualifications. All I wanted to do was just open up my own business, but I had no money in the bank. I was broke as hell. I slept on my mommy's couch and that was really upsetting. And I had 400 rand to myself every month. So, um, what was that? Was that like a, in, what, what yeah. was that? From your mom? <laughs> no, no, no. It was for my 2,400 rand a month salary. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sleeping on my mother's couch, I gave a thousand rand to, uh, stuff at home, like my mom and groceries, whatever. Mm-hmm. And a thousand rand for my protein shakes and my gym stuff and 400 rand for myself every month. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I had to cycle to work. Sometimes I had to run to work, take taxi to work. And I was really upset and whenever I saw some people come into the gym at the time of they're wearing suits, they're well dressed, they have a nice car, I used to always be like, mm. what's stopping me from getting there to them? Mm. And it was just a conscious decision to myself to say, look man, the, uh, and I came to realize myself that the more risks you take in life, the more successful you would be. Yes. The less risks you take in life, the less, the less successful you would be. So true. It's so true. Mm. So you left the gym when and how? So I left the gym because I asked the manager at the time, um, how long will it take me to get to your position? And he said, 10 to 15 years. And I was like, what? I was thinking to myself, no, I'm 20, 20 years old at the time. I'm going to be 30, 35, and my salary is going to be 25,000. And if I get that position. Yes. Now, in most um, corp- corporate businesses, you need to wait for someone to die, to move out of the country, to retire. And obviously, you still need to fight for that position and be in the good books by someone who by the HR, make them coffee, or do the walk-arounds, make sure that you're always in the good books. But if one hears that they offer your position because it's one person that gets that position, exactly, they're going to make sure that they give you a bad name by the HR or whoever's in charge, just so that they know that you do not get that position. 15 years later. 15 years later. And that's if I do... Um, get that position at that time. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not worth it. 100%. So, how did you then decide, look, this is it? 100%. So, um, yeah, I started where I got this uh, call. Um, they told me, look, there's a business opportunity. All you need to do is just learn how to sell, learn the system. And um, when I went home later that day, I told my mom, look, I got this phone call, but it's going to be commission. And she was like, commission? No. No, no, no. That's <laughs> no, not no. for you. <laughs> You're introvert and you're not supposed to be doing commission. And then I told her, look, um, you also run your own business and you also don't work for a salary. So your commission just pay is, an, is, a, is a term used to making your own money. Because everybody that sells sweets, they make commission of the sweet. Because if they, if they buy the sweet for one rand and they sell it for five rand, they make four rand commission. <laughs> I've never thought of it like that. So it's just know. a different term where they give it an insurance term. But nevertheless, um, mm. I went on that venture and um, but, uh, luckily enough, I was committed to myself and my personal growth. And um, yeah, man, and you, you, like I said, on the, on the route to becoming successful, you always have spectators. I yes. look at it like a soccer game. Mm-hmm. You see the soccer players playing on the field and you get spectators shouting from the side, no, why didn't he pass the ball? Why is he not doing that? But the ask spe- them to go do that. They can't. They, that's why they're not there. They're sitting because they like to talk. <laughs> so I don't hang myself out with the spectators. I'd rather hang myself out with people that's playing the game. Absolutely. And that's how you get good at the game is by hanging around people that's good. And mm-hmm. Wherever you want to be in life, maybe uh, financial, spiritual, personal, mental, physical, you're going to hang out with that right people. If you go into a gym and you see someone that looks the way that you want to look, it's your choice to go to them and say, hey man, look, what are you doing? What's your workout? Or it's your choice to be like, that person uh, is born that way. It's in his genes. I can't do that. You can't do that. Excuses. 100%. But we all came out of the same womb. We all came out crying, wet. No one's born with a soccer Bats. ball. We yeah. all had a, a, a big belly when we came out. I don't see it. No one's born different. Messi wasn't born different. Or Ronaldo wasn't born different. They there. Weren't. there was no soccer ball between their legs when they came out of the home. <laughs> they had to no, play and they put in the hard work to make mm. sure that they're good at they what, they, what they want to do. And mm. I always believe if you put in 10,000 hours in your craft, you are master in your craft. What's 10,000 hours? How many days or months <laughs> or weeks is that? Uh, what I believe is like five to six years. Mm-hmm. That's like 10,000 hours, mm-hmm. three to five, I don't know the right estimate. Mm-hmm. But if you're putting in that 10,000 hours, you're a master in your craft. That's true. Have you have you read the book Mastery? You sound exactly like that book. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you because then that means you're on the right track. <laughs> so um, I'm just trying my best just to make sure that I'm good at what I do, obviously leading people mm-hmm. so, um, in finance and um, obviously sales because that's what I do. Yes. So yeah, I'm just making sure that I equip myself 
so that I can give back to the communities out there and train mm. others to get where I am because it's unfair for me to get into my position but not able to give back. Yeah. So that's my ultimate goal is just to make sure myself as a person or as a leader, I'm, I'm good at what I do first so that before I can provide it for someone else. Um, you cannot uh, preach what you do not practice yourself. So Absolutely. You need to make sure that you are that person first. Mm -hmm. So just tracking back, you yes. said something at the, at the beginning. You said you were an introvert yes. and your mom said, no, this is not for you. You were an introvert, which was probably true. Mm. And an introvert and sales are two completely conflicting <laughs> things. Definitely. So I know it does take motivation mm. for you to want to be in a certain position in order mm. for you to change something about yourself. But being introverted is something that literally is ingrained in you. It's a personality trait. Mm. How, what are the steps? What are the practical steps? How did you get over the shyness, all of those things that would cause you, all the personality traits, all the th things that people think are natural. Mm. How do you get over those things and get to do what you're supposed to do? Okay, great question. Mm -hmm. um, what, I, what, I, what I did, okay, so people believe that struggles are wrong, failures are wrong, but struggles ultimately builds you stronger than what you are. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I believe. Like, say for example, with myself, where I had 400 rand in my bank or 400 rand to use every month, it was a struggle for me. Mm. And um, of course. no one wants to be in that position where you can only spend 400 rand a month. So that <laughs> I'm was looking like, at you now and everything you've accumulated over the years, and I'm like, is this a joke? So that mm. things that I went through ultimately set me set myself up mentally to be like, hey, look. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to do this, you're going to end up back at that position. Let's oh, yeah. So that, all the struggles that you're facing, it doesn't mean that God doesn't like you. It doesn't mean that um, bad things are happening or whatever. It's just that you need to learn what you need to learn to move on. Mm -hmm. There is a saying that goes, when the, teach, when the student is ready, the teaching will appear. True. Everybody's born to become successful. Everybody's born fruitful, I believe. It even says that in the Bible and in the Quran that, we were born with abundance like I this. I prefer the Quran. Yeah. There's a lot of blood going through our bodies. Yes. Blood is being produced every second. So we're born with abundance. But what's stopping us is just our limiting beliefs of ourselves. Mm. But you need to go through the not having money in your bank. You need to go through the struggle because that the struggle is what makes you successful. Exactly. I always believe, do not judge me by my success. Judge me by my struggle. Why? My struggles oh. is what's going to... Why? Mm. Struggles... Is what makes you stronger. Um, mm. You see people standing on stage and you're like, yo, what got that guy to stand on stage? But you don't know that that guy had many failures behind him he that made him stand on stage. He, exactly. 100%. So do not judge someone of what car they have. Ask him, like, what struggles did you go through? Say, you know that he's also a human being. Mm -hmm. and no one's just born successful. You need to attract success in your life. And how you attract success in your life is by making sure that you do not go back to the way you are and learn from that mistake and then push forward. Mm -hmm. So basically the takeaway here is if you're struggling, good. Yeah, 100%. If you start, it's not a bad thing. Mm. It's part of your story. And really, failure is not a destination. Failure is just a, it's one of the things that are on your journey to, to, to succeeding. Because, yeah. I mean, if you succeed and you've never starved before in your life, you're going to play with your money and your abundance 100%. when you're there. And then you're gonna take it for granted. Take it for granted, mm. exactly. Okay, so then you went into okay, you went from gym, then you went to starting your own business. What did your lifestyle st start to embody? Because from 400 bucks <laughs> to two brand new cars in the space of what? Three years? Two years? Two years. Two years. Um, to moving cities like three times. Yeah. To all of that. How did your lifestyle change and also how did you remain grounded? What, did, what, what, how did that feel? I'm now picturing myself when I go from sharing a car with hubby to having my own G63 and <laughs> how I'll feel. How did, how, just take us through that journey of going from 400 bucks to immense success. <laughs> mm -hmm. So to be honest with you, it happened so fast. Um, for you, it really did. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I saw it. In, uh, in a space of six years, um, <laughs> it's like sometimes I think to myself, I'm, I might be living a dream, but at the end of the day, uh, what what really happened was my lifestyle. I didn't let money get to my head. I didn't let anything around me get to my head. What remained me focused was 
just living my dream. My dream is to give back to the community. Like okay. My dream, ultimate dream, is to create platforms for ordinary people to live and grow in full satisfaction in my being uh, with and through God. So mm. that's my, 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 my dream. And yes. My dream is not attached to anything. Like My biggest struggle that I had in my, li- in my life was my attachment to money. Really? Yeah. Okay. So what do I mean by that? Um, I, I, like it says in the Bible and the Quran, like if they say, if you attach to something, God takes it away. If you mm-hmm. think about something too much, it takes it away. If you, you must, your, your focus mustn't be on something. It must be on the, on the main thing, which is God and God produces the money. The why. Eh? The why. The why. Your why. The your why reason. Is, mm. So if you're going to be focusing on money, anything that you spend, you're going to think about. Yeah. Like say, for example, you go buy food. You're like, why did I go spend that now? Mm. Why did I do that? And because you're thinking about it all the time, you, you, you don't attract it in your life. But you should be, you should be more grateful when you spend it. Mm-hmm. must be like, oh, thank you, God, or thank you, universe, thank you, source, for allowing me to spend this money. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having that money in my bank. And that's how you attract more money is by being appreciative with what you have. Mm-hmm. But in my lifestyle that I had, my mind or my, or my friends or my family, they didn't understand like what, what, what was in me. Afterwards, my friend was like, look, that <laughs> thing was made for you, man. Like when I went home every day, they were like, um, what's this thing about a dream? What's this thing about a goal? What are you they're lying on to about? You. Yeah, what they're lying to you. It's brainwashing. Why In my community, them? it's called white people things. Oh, white people things. It's white people things. <laughs> and then when I finally get the stuff that I see that's on my dream sheet or 100 dream sheet, and they're like, yeah. no, man, that thing was made for you. You're lucky. But how? How? We, we, how? Started, we all started at the bottom, <laughs> and then we had to work our way up. Mm-hmm. So that's just the mindset that people that people throw that blame others for them not having. They don't they don't like to believe that they can also do it themselves. It's true. It's yeah. true. And as a big believer in the law of attraction, mm. it's very important what you're saying that chasing creates chasing. Mm. Once creates once. If you feel like you're abandoned, you're, you're going to attract abundance. Definitely. There's something I learned from Mind Valley. It was a Japanese guy who goes around coaches, coaching people all over the world. I've forgotten his name. You know what the guy said? He was doing a meditation for, for, for money. Okay. And, his, and the guy who was actually hosting him mm. on that platform said afterwards, I'm so shocked because when you said a meditation for money, mm. I expected something completely different. Yeah. But what that guy said, he said, with regard to your financial situation, mm. you need to give a gratitude for every cent that comes out mm. of your possession. And every single cent that comes out of your possession, you must tell it to go bless mm. where it's going. Mm. Because then you will also be disciplined automatically. Mm. Because what you're never going to do, if you have gotten into the habit of saying, thank you, God, thank you, universe, thank you, Allah, Thank you, whoever you believe in. Mm. Thank you, higher self, if that's your mm. cup of tea. If you are in the habit of mm. saying, thank you, God, that I get the opportunity mm. to buy these groceries mm. for my family. Thank you, Belingangi, that I get the opportunity to take my children to a good school. Mm. You're going to end up having a mindset where it is very funny. Mm. You find it very um, weird mm. to say, Thank you, God, that I get to go and blow all these rants at a strip club. It does not work. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't match. And therefore, your conscience will never allow you. You, 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 If you're in the habit already of saying, thank you, God, for what I am able to do with Mm. the abundance that you've bestowed on me, Mm. you're never going to get to a position where you're saying, thank you, God, that I get an opportunity to go buy drugs. (laughs) You see? And gratitude then turns you into a better person like that because it evokes your conscience Mm. again. So what you're saying is so important. I don't know if what we're doing is now an entrepreneurial thing or if it's a personal development thing or a spiritual thing, but I'm happy that we get to mesh all of them together because that's what entrepreneurs are people too. They're not just our bosses who pay our bills and that's that. Entrepreneurs are people, fully rounded people, and a lot of people tend to focus on their business more than they focus on themselves. And you find a person is rich and lonely, rich and has no friends. 
rich and sad. But peaceful. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that I get to share my platform with people who are well-rounded human beings. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't have to talk to you about sales all the time because you are also able to tell me about your philosophy in life. Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy. So you then ended up where? In so, 2021, <laughs> professionally. <laughs> okay, 100%. So after these six years of uh, learning what I learned from leading books on leadership, sales, mm-hmm. building relationships with people, because mm-hmm. relationships is everything. You cannot grow a business, you, get, you cannot build a network of people that you surround yourself with without having relationships, Absolutely. which is relationships is important. So after reading all those books, um, currently today, um, I have a direct marketing business yes. um, running at the moment still. Mm-hmm. Uh, which consists of um, eight guys at the moment, still growing, still fresh. Started it last year again, July, from fresh again, mm-hmm. starting something else. Um, and then also I have my own online business, which mm-hmm. is like Uber Eats, like I spoke to you earlier. I just saw that thing, it's, 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 it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. At some point we're going to have to probably properly di- dive into it, explain mm-hmm. to the masses what your business is. But I I am definitely going to order food from it. That's just for sure. <laughs> home-cooked meals is always the best meals. <laughs> Absolutely, because they're cooked with love. They're cooked with love, yes. Mm-hmm. Not someone with a unit on string stuff in the oil. And <laughs> right. <laughs> Sad about the job. But yeah, um, currently now. Um, and I'm looking at start opening up a car wash as well because um, I don't believe in putting all my eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. I learned that from Tony Robbins. Yeah, uh, the master, the king. You need to make sure that you have a lot of um, income coming in to make mm-hmm. sure that you are successful. We are not just born to have one thing. We are born to have a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So that's my ultimate goal is just to have like four or five businesses, God willing, by the end of 2025. 20, mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I'm, I'm happy. It makes me very happy. It's very refreshing mm-hmm. when a person who's used to sophisticated industries goes, ventures back into more informal types of businesses like your car wash and all of that because two two i'm reminded of two things one guy who said um depression is caused by not touching money every day if you go and look at people who have a car wash if you go and look at people who sell sweets on the street they exchange rents Mm. 10 rents all of that they 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 always touching money and do you ever see those people having depression no you're depressed Mm, you're depressed because you have to put on a suit and go impress someone for an entire month yeah. before month end. Before month and end. that happens a lot with us entrepreneurs who are in a certain industry mm. because month end is month end. Regardless, month end is month end. You're not going to touch a cent mm. until you do your invoicing. <laughs> so it's really good to have those other businesses. Like you said, mm. you don't put your eggs in one basket. And also essential services are always usually the less formal services. So nobody must think they are better than Mm-mm. selling fruit and veggies. Mm-mm. They are better than selling t-shirts, Mm-mm. car washes. You're not better than that. Those are the core, those are the best businesses. Definitely. And I was talking to a friend of mine two days ago and he mm. told me, the man was a creative director for like 10 plus years. Mm. And he said to me, ever since he moved to where he was, to where he is right now, he started a business where he, it was a fresh produce business. And for the first time in his life, he made money for himself and not a boss. Mm. And I'm like, yo, but you've driven all the cars and bought all the houses. Yeah. And this is your proud moment. Selling vegetables <laughs> is your proud moment. Yeah. Then that should show you what's wrong with us as a society where we think a suit is better than scrubs. Mm. But anyway, alas, I'm happy for you Thanks. on your new business ventures. I wish you the best on your future business Thanks. ventures. Thanks. And you've already told us how and why you started, mm. right? I just want now, because I know for a fact you've always wanted to be in a mentorship space. Mm. You've always been that type of person who's got so much inside of you. You're literally overflowing. You want to share it with everybody <laughs> else. So yeah. in relation to our particular podcast over here, like um, what what knowledge and skills do you want to impart on the podcast listeners? Um, so number one is obviously I want to give back the sales skills because that's where you make your money. Very um, important. Lifeline of your business. 100%. Yes. Without sales, there's no money. Um, yes. So obviously, number one skill I want to teach anybody is how to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to teach people confidence because uh, that's something that I lacked in the beginning yes. due to my introvert um, personality. Yes. Um, and then also, I wanted to also give 
people the platform for them to be whoever they want to be by expressing themselves in a way that's fulfilling to them. Mm-hmm. Um, how am I going to do that? Um, is by giving them the how can I say now the, 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 the knowledge topics. the knowledge and the mm-hmm. understanding of what they need to do in order to become that person. Yes. Basically, having a dream, having a goal, goal mm-hmm. setting and planning. Because mm-hmm. uh, people are so quickly dro- quick to drop a blueprint for the house. Where's the window going to be? Where's the door going to be? But if there's no blueprint to a house, you're going to build the house and be like, no, man, this window doesn't look right here. And you're going to kick that all, all down. <laughs> so um, having a blueprint, they're quick to have a blueprint, like I said, for a house, but they're not quick to have a blueprint for their own lives. True. Where they're going to be in the next two years and three years. And that's what gives us life. And that's what gives us purpose is just having direction. Success is not, you won't get happy by, like Tony Robbins would say, you won't get money by having money. You get you become happy when you when you become that right person. True, uh, that's what they say. Success mm-hmm. is the ultimate definition of success. Mm-hmm. Success isn't what you do; it's who you become. Definitely. So you can literally do all the right things in the world, but if mm-hmm. you're not the right person, then you're going to lose them very fast. Definitely. So I am definitely looking forward to all of that mm-hmm. because there are certain things. I mean, we learn as we go, mm-hmm. and I myself, I'm a talkative chappy Mm. but in terms of confidence i don't see myself ever standing in front of a group of people and Mm. addressing them Mm. the way you guys used to so i would also learn something from there and it's very important that the whole concept of each one teach one if you've got a skill please come and impart it onto Mm. our listeners because one day you're gonna run into someone you've never met before Mm. and they're gonna say thank you ijaz i listened to the podcast i did exactly this what you said and it worked mm. so i really look forward to all of your episodes especially the goal setting mm. because if you can see i have a diary mm. a planner a notebook yeah. this is me <laughs> so goal setting is my life because i believe in exactly what you're saying like you need to have a blueprint there's something about seeing something in black and white mm. in your own handwriting so I really, really want to be able to give us an opportunity to tell people how to do that right. Mm. Because people don't believe in a diary, but I mean, what's the point then? Because mm. you don't respect time. Mm. You don't respect time. If you're not able to plan your future, your immediate future, your tomorrow, your next week, then you don't respect time and then you don't respect yourself. And if you don't respect yourself, how are you going to respect me? And if you don't respect me, we can't do business. Definitely. I'm sorry. Definitely. So I definitely look forward to that to those episodes all of mm-hmm. them and then in the future where do you see yourself each other i'm going to ask you this at the end of the series again mm. because i want to see it's a, it's a human behavioral experiment mm. i've jotted it down here for 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 basically myself and and all of my co-hosts all mm. four of you i want to see it's three of you four of us three of you mm. um I want to see, are we, as a human species, are we more talk than action, or are we able to be action or as action-oriented as we say, <laughs> yeah. as we speak? So I want to know what are your future endeavors, because in future, at the end of the series, I'm gonna ask you. So, Ichaz, how far? <laughs> how far with that thing? Are you talking about career-wise? Are you talking about personal life? Everywhere, everywhere, because your career, your personal life, all of those things have to match in order for you to be successful. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so career-wise, uh, where I am uh, currently, uh, you know, with my with my career in terms of my business that I have running, mm-hmm. um, I want to at least shift 25 people's lives minimum by the end of December next year. Mm-hmm. And um, like I told you, my, my ultimate dream is to stand on stage one day and to be a, a motivational speaker mm-hmm. and to be a mentor for some, for some people that seeks to be mentored on, mm-hmm. their, on their personal life as well as their business life. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal. By depends on now when you get that seminar and that uh, webinar. March. <laughs> March. So that's your goal in the next two months. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's part of my goal now. I'm going to down. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, to have that um, car wash at the end of next year, I'm buying all my products this year, car mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um And then get that up and running and then also give into that halal finance where we're going to develop an app by mm-hmm. the end of next year. 
I'm happy for you. We will definitely support you. We will eat all of your food. We will wash <laughs> our country. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the beautiful thing about people who have an abundance mindset. Mm. Because now even in the way you do business, mm. it's a matter of it's not me, me, me all the mm. time. You have actually created a platform where other business people can come and find clients. Mm. You are not cooking all the food and retaining all the money to yourself. Mm. You're actually just creating a platform where other businesses, other restaurants can sell their food. And the best part is that there's no monthly premium. It's yes. free for the vendor. So with Uber Eats, you must pay 300, 400 rand a month. Mm-hmm. With us, it's for free. So I love it. I love it. I think I'm going to <laughs> dig deep into my um, database of who has a restaurant now again. <laughs> and then I'm going to let them come yeah. in. But also, it's called Halal Found. Halal finders. So is everything on it halal? 100%. Everything that's halal is on it. Do you notice something about that? Mm-hmm. I'm noticing something about the fact that your business is halal finder. Uh, what what are, what is your what religion do you subscribe to? Uh, Islam. You're Islam, uh, and now you're finding food on your app for mainly Islam people. No, for anybody. Who likes Allah. Oh, likes Allah. But now here's something. You were introduced to that because of your background, halal. You grew mm. up like that, you were born into it and all of that. Mm. Do you see the importance of your roots in everything else that you do? Because now this is something that is rooted and instilled in you. You eat halal food. Mm. And now your businesses are starting to exude that mm. as well. So it looks to me like being steadfast and grounded in your roots makes you prosper in everything else, including business. You could say that, but it's more like, I believe um, when I was 16 years old, I asked myself a question, but that's a different story for another day. But just to give you a briefing, I asked myself, Please. why is the Christianity? Why is the Islam? Why is the Hinduism? And I went to each specific religion. And what I ultimately found out was that Islam is the most purest religion that's out there, mm-hmm. my opinion on it. Mm-hmm. It's because um, the meaning of halal means permissible. Mm-hmm. So um, the way the, the the food is slaughtered, like for example, if you catch if you catch a a, a goat or a chicken, and if you slaughter that 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 chicken or that goat and that and that animal is in the cow whatever yeah and that chi- and that thing can see itself being eaten or being killed, they they blood because the blood is being rushed to all the veins in their bodies. That's it's mixed with the, adrenaline the, as well. And that's why what happens to not allow meat, it's, and, and you become distressed because what you eat is what you become. What you put into your body is what you, you are eat. what you eat. 100%. Mm-hmm. So the allow thing is just, it gives you, or the way that the, that cow is loaded or that chicken is loaded, it's done in a way that the, that the ultimately the, the, that, that animal knows that it's going to be slaughtered, but it doesn't know when and when. That, it's a very and quick, how. it's a very quick death. So mm-hmm. just by the throat, one or two movements and, and that animal dies. It doesn't suffer. It doesn't suffer. It's okay. whereby you hang that thing up in the, in the factories where they hang it up and the cow is still alive. And oh my God, no, actually. Yeah, so I don't want to take you through that. But Ew, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's what I want to do. I just want to give a platform where people can eat things that's right for, them, for their bodies and that they can also benefit from it as well. So the aura of the animal becomes your aura at some point. 100%. So you in this, they in distress, you become distressed, you become anxiety, now it's depression, now it's all this, sorts of now it's that, now it's diabetes, now all of that. So mm-hmm. 100%. Which really, really makes sense because for as long as I've known you, you've always been a vibrant person. Mm. And it's probably because you don't eat stressed food. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't Stressy. stress either. <laughs> No, I mean, really, because it's 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 beautiful to find people who are able to remain collected under mm-hmm. stressful situations. And sales is mm-hmm. a very stressful Definitely. job when it wants to be. And for you to be able to say, no, I am vital enough mm-hmm. to manage that stress and not let it get to me and other aspects of my life, mm-hmm. that's commendable. Definitely. And for you to offer us nutritious alternatives to what is currently stressing us, and you make a business out of it. Bravo. Mm-hmm. It's we also, amazing. We also have blogs on our website where it teaches you 
from business owners that selling their products on the background, mm-hmm. all of that, how to cook the food. Mm-hmm. But uh, needless, um, what I wanted to say now was uh, basically, the, like I said, my dream is to create platforms for ordinary people to live and grow in full satisfaction now. Being an entrepreneur, um, it comes with a lot of, like you said, stress. You need to think about finances. You need to plan ahead. You must now think about your home life. Your, yeah. There's a lot of things that goes through it when you're an entrepreneur. That's why 50% of people that becomes an entrepreneur in one year, they close their business because they do not, they cannot handle that amount of stress. The only reason why is because they're not planned. They they don't have a goal. Yes. They they not they not focused. Okay, this is where I'm gonna be in three months. They as soon as they get money, they wanna spend the money. Yes. That's what we that's what we are as human beings. Whatever we get, we just wanna blow. But where success truly comes is okay, by five months time I wanna be in that position. And mm-hmm. because you become that right person throughout that process, you then feel happy. Even though you didn't achieve that that, that success yet, you mm-hmm. still know that you are happy at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um sell, brother. Sell, 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 sell yourself. Where do people find you? Where do people find your businesses? Where do people find Halal Finder? Everything. Where do we find you? Because going forward, I feel like there are a lot of people who will listen to this podcast and want to engage you further. And I promote that by all means. Mm. I feel like anybody who hears something that resonates with them and they feel like it could help them in their Mm. life or their career, if they hear that on my podcast, then by all means, they need to follow up. Mm. I believe in homework. If something doesn't give you homework, you just listen to it now, Mm. then you're going to forget it tomorrow. Then it's just motivation. And motivation is like taking a bath. (laughs) You understand? You need to keep doing it over and over and over again. And that can be tiring because we already have responsibilities like Mm. baths, our businesses, our work, and all of that. But if something is going to give you homework, then you are immersed in actually taking steps. You're not just listening. You're mm-hmm. taking steps. You're finding Ijaz. You're saying, Ijaz, please help me with this, that, and the other. So I encourage that. And when you hear my blog and someone says something that resonates with you, please reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Please reach out to Ijaz. Say, Ijaz, I'm looking for an opportunity such as the one that you've created. Mm-hmm. Please, where do I find you? Mm-hmm. Okay, 100%. So, um, just to give you uh, my personal number, so I don't have a business number or anything, I just have one number. It is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) So, my number is uh, Mm -hmm. 061-596-7945. You can also get me on my email. It's ijazfunderscafe at gmail.com. So, Mm -hmm. I-J-A-A-Z. It's fine, we'll spell it. Yeah, (laughs) B-A-N-D-E-R-S-C-H-Y-A-F at gmail.com. Um, and also you can check out our business website. It's uh, Halal Finders with H-A-L-A-L today. And um, you can also go on our, you can email us as well on that website. It's mm-hmm. um, salam, S-L-M, slim, mm-hmm. S-L-M at today. Amazing. And then the opportunity where you said you currently got eight people. Mm. Mm-hmm. So currently, um, you can contact me personally on my personal number. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's needed for you to be in that um, particular opportunity? You need to have a car, mm-hmm. a reliable car, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> and um, you obviously need to have a metric and a valid driver's license, and yes. you're all to go. Um, yeah, that's yeah. It. And don't divulge. It's fine. Don't divulge what exactly you'll be doing because if a person is serious enough, they will contact you and figure that out. But all I can say is that um, with Ijaz's assistance over the episodes that we're going to record, Mm. I would like testimonies, I would like people to phone in and say, listen, I learned objection handling, it helped me in my career like this and like that, or I have started my own business, I've gone into sales, I've taken a job that's commission only because that's the only thing that was out there and I am doing the things. That is all I want to hear by the end of this series. Um, I just want to see that it works because it really does. I've seen it just go from walking to <laughs> buying a flipping Audi. What is that Audi that you? Audi TT. To an Audi TT, <laughs> to a big bikey, to a home, to yeah. everything. And that is through sales, nothing else. The lifeline of your business. There's a guy who always says a brand is not a business. Mm. Guys, you can look into every aspect of your company. Mm. You can buy all the bells and whistles, hire the best people, 
the nicest offices, but sales is the lifeline. If you are not selling, you are not in business. So Ijaz is probably going to be one of the most helpful people that we're going to need on this po- podcast going forward. I'm so excited for that. Are you? Yes, definitely. Are you really excited? Yeah, man, I just want to shift lives eh? I'm happy about that. I'm happy about that because there's nothing more beautiful than people coming back to you and saying you helped me. Definitely. So I'm, I'm happy that you're excited. Um, we know where to find you. I will also make sure that these things are jotted down and people have that information. And so I guess we've come to the end of the episode. Unless there's anything else you want to share? No, just get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> comfort zone. The only difference between a comfort zone and a grave is what? Six feet. Six feet. Otherwise, if you're in a comfort zone, you might as well be in a grave. It's the same thing. Yeah, rest in peace. Same. <laughs> so, thank you very much, Ijaz. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, I would like to thank again all the listeners. I would like to thank everybody who gives us sponsored content. We'll be rolling that out over the rest of the series. Um, this is season two. So, we'll be rolling sponsored content out in... in um, over the rest of season two and basically all i can say at this point is share this podcast link with everybody that you think even if you think they wouldn't need it because Mm. you never know people don't divulge all of their problems to you so share listen share um and you can find us on instagram it's at the business za you can find us on basically every single streaming um, platform online you can find us on apple podcast google podcast spotify wherever there's music our podcast is also there wherever there's audio our podcast is also there you can find me personally if you would like to book a consultation with myself or any of my guests or any of my co-hosts you can um, directly email me on info at caroladamsandco.co.za And for any other platform that you might be using, you can just search The Business. We are also on um, Facebook. You can just search The Business ZA. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Leave comments, phone us, email us, do everything you need to do in order for you to level up. (laughs) 